Social Media for a New Age, here to help you explore the world of social media and be present with what's happening personally, professionally and collectively in this rapidly changing world. Welcome to Social Media for a New Age with me, Katie Brockhurst. I've been thinking a lot about social media influence and social media influencers and this space that has evolved over the last few years. I mean, it's become really big business. It's an industry worth 15 billion in its own right, with more and more agencies springing up to connect brands with influencers. And yet it's also, in my opinion, creating quite a lot of confusion for people who are coming to social media to use it to promote a project or a small business, perhaps as a coach or even as authors who essentially are influencers, influenced through a book rather than necessarily through a digital platform. Though in today's age, the two go hand in hand in order to be a successful author. Really, you need to have a successful social media platform and following in order to even get a book deal these days. And being a social media influencer comes with a lot of responsibility. It can come with a lot of stress and anxiety around keeping up, keeping up with algorithms, keeping up with producing and and posting content regularly. I remember reading a case study about a Twitch streamer, which is like a gaming platform, who didn't post for a few days because they were ill and they lost millions of followers because they weren't posting. So that kind of pressure on people, particularly who get to that great level, is huge. But I also think there's a lot of pressure on those who are coming new to the space. It can feel very overwhelming, this thought to be successful on social media, to have influence through social media. You have to have these tens, hundreds of thousands and millions of followers. And yet, as per my last article where I talked about emotional contagion through social networks, we're all influencing each other on a day-to-day basis, unconsciously, a lot of the time. So this is a stretchy subject and it's something I've been musing over. What is influence on social media and how does it affect the strategies that we create and make when showing up in the space. Obviously, I consult in people's businesses. And I am often sat at a crossroads from a strategy perspective, depending on what it is the client really wants to achieve and also what they're able to give in order to achieve that. Because to be a social media influencer and to have 10,000, I mean, thousands, tens of thousands of followers, I think now requires a team. I don't think it's possible for one person to be able to build, grow and keep up a platform of that size. And I think it it's 
it's a choice that people have to then make. I think where you're a solo business and you're doing things yourselves and you want to use social media as a way to engage with people, then I think possibly need to be looking at different platforms. We don't need to be looking at TikTok. I have the conversation with around TikTok because TikTok's exploded so much in the last few years. And again, I've written about this. There's an article I've got called TikTok. I hope not, because that's not a platform I want to... I want to endorse or get involved with or with my clients. So when they're coming to me, I'm having to be very clear that, you know, I don't do TikTok. But for people who are wanting to reach bigger and bigger audiences, of course, TikTok is of interest. It doesn't align with my values. And even working in Instagram, because I have longevity in this space, I think I stick around in it because I've got so much experience. I still see that real connections and genuine influence can be had in that space. But I definitely still have question marks around it. There was a post I saw this week by The Ethical Move who said they were reimagining their Instagram strategy. And it was really um, a town square to living room strategy. And again, if you follow my work, you will know I talk a lot about taking people from the town square of social media to the living room of other digital spaces, whether that's a membership platform or something like Substack. That's to me town square to living room or indeed like a mailing list or or something else. But where we're thinking about our influence in the town square itself What does it really take to be a social media influencer? What does it take to get that blue tick? What does that blue tick mean? Even the blue tick itself, they're not necessarily reliable. I have two clients who have huge audiences into the hundreds of thousands who have written multiple books and who have a lot of coverage in the media and a lot of influence. Yet Facebook meta still won't give them the blue tick. And we do not understand why. We have people setting up clone accounts and all sorts, which is very prevalent in the online space these days. And yet we are the authentic and original I really try with my clients to make sure that we are providing soulful influence, that we're providing influence from the heart in these spaces. With one of my clients, we have um, a strategy of service. So the content that we post is intentional and it's of service to the audience. And that has a a circular effect in the fact that they then have a lot of people signing up for events and and various things. We're not promoting other people's products. We've created influence through the energy of service that then leads people back round to the products and the services that are created for that audience. So it has this circular effect. I have another client where our strategy and intention is about having an experience for the soul through the content that we create on those platforms so that everything is imbued with that energy. And so you can look at social media influence in lots of different ways. I have another client um, that I'm working with on a coaching who's got a smaller audience at the moment. And that 
that will grow over time. And she's really stepping into her power and finding her voice around issues of of now and of today to find influence and to support people. So we influence and the idea of influence. And it's interesting too, because so many people are being censored as well through social media these days, where it's not in alignment with, say, a government body or an official narrative, depending on what those things might be. Um, There is censorship. And so people are moving into different spaces. There's been a, an internet safety bill that the UK government were trying or have been passing, which basically says that anyone who doesn't agree with what the government is saying can be censored. So what sort of influence is that that the governments are having on us when different opinions are being silenced in these spaces? So you can start to see all the nuanced levels that we're coming into around this idea of influence. There's the social media influencer marketing, which is influencing people to buy products. And that's been born of bloggers and YouTubers and Instagrammers who came to the space to share their passions around certain topics, to share their lives with others like mummy bloggers. And and then as their audiences built, they saw they had an opportunity to then recommend products to their audiences in exchange for money. So It's like the marketing and advertising world has shifted so much into this influencer space. But then, of course, it becomes difficult to know what to trust, because if all of these people are being paid to promote these products, is that a genuine recommendation? Is that is that false influence? And yet we also have people that are building audiences and building platforms to promote ideas, to promote ways of being, to promote living with soul, living in service. Like my client Diana Cooper, like her whole reason for wanting to grow the audience is to be able to share the information and messages that she has come through from her connection with spirit to in order to help people as we move through these times. And to me, that's like the true idea of social media influence, of soulful influence. Yet it's such a dynamic space. And it is one, like I say, that I think creates a lot of stress and anxiety. And when I think about the clients that come to me, my question is, do you want to grow a social media audience in order to have a positive influence? Or are you trying to build an audience from a numbers perspective to to gain advertising budgets, sales, all of the things? And I'd say particularly in the author space, it's a combination of the two. So what do we do? What do we do? I think we have to make the choices about the platforms that we want to be in, the choices about want to be a social media influencer, even as an author who's promoting their own ideas and their own products and their own things. If you want to grow to 
into the tens, hundreds, millions of followers, then you have to have a very different strategy. I don't think it is possible in this day and age really to run such a huge account and have big influence without having support. And whether that's the support of someone like me or whether it's the sport of having a virtual assistant or a team, a videographer, someone who's helping you with scheduling. There's so many pieces to it if you want to grow to have a big platform, because I think at this now moment, you need to be putting out more content than less content. However, If you're a solopreneur or you're a coach, a consultant who has a smaller reach, who who doesn't require to reach tens of thousands of people, that actually you just want to use it as a communication tool to connect with your working community, with your colleagues and connections, perhaps utilising different platforms and different spaces such as Substack, such as your mailing list. But it will be a it will be a slower process because you've not got the energy of multiple pieces of content a day, creating content for the algorithms, let's say. And and it becomes more of a bridging into a slower pace than perhaps building a large amount of influence in the town square space. And that has to come down to personal choice resources available in terms of time, money, energy, all of those things. So the question that I have to leave you with really is what does it mean to be a social media influencer to you? And what does it mean to influence If you enjoyed this, please think about subscribing and sharing it with your friends. I produce these for free as part of my service work and also for sharing my thoughts and feelings about social media with you. If you'd like to find more information about social media for a new age or about me, Katie Brockhurst, your author and host, you can go to my website, socialmediaforanewage.com or buy my books, Social Media for a New Age 1, 2 and 3 are a series designed to support you on your journey with social media and with digital well-being.